You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to a special edition of SM Media Scottish Football Show. I am Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. Obviously today we've heard the news that we, we all expected, to, it was just a matter of time before it was announced, that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has been announced as a new Rangers manager. He takes over from Stephen Gerrard on a three and a half year deal. Obviously we know that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is unlikely to be in charge of the team for Sunday's tie against Hibs in the Scottish League Cup but he will probably take over in time for Thursday's Europa League clash against Sparta Prague. We wanted to dive in a bit more about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, the manager. We all know about his time as a player at Rangers, where he played under Dick Advocat, but we have managed to get in touch with a really good group of people in Feyenoord's podcast, Keen Goelel, who are going to talk to us a bit about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Feyenoord. We're delighted to be joined by from... Keen Gilel, Johan Brinkle. Johan, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you onto the show. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's been a busy day in Scotland, as you can imagine. It's big news. Obviously, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is a new Rangers manager. Obviously, we know of the Giovanni Van Bronckhorst spent a bit of time at Rangers as a player under Dick Advocat. Is obviously the Scottish football well familiar to you? To Dutch fans, obviously, with the the Dick Advocat era at Rangers. Yeah, we know. We 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 watched. Uh, there were lots of lots of Dutch guys uh, over there at at Rangers in that period, I guess. Fernando Vixen, of course, Giovanni van Bronckhorst, Arthur Newman, Michael Moles, who also had a, a played for Feyenoord as well. Ik Advocat, who was our coach last year here at Feyenoord, the last two seasons there actually. So uh, we we we've been following the Rangers for quite some long time. So so we know that Giovanni van Bronckhorst had a, had a pass there. Did. I think reasonably well, and then moved on to uh, to Arsenal afterwards, of course. So uh, we're delighted as well for him to uh, to have another chance as a coach, because he uh, he, co- he coached our team for four years. Then he had a stint in uh, in China, which yeah. didn't end up that well. I think uh, there, there was not a good match for both uh, both sides. And now he's at Rangers. I think that's uh, that's very uh, very nice. Brilliant. We'll obviously touch a wee bit on his time at Feyenoord, but. First and foremost, obviously, we know about the, his time as a player. We know his versatility. He played midfielder, left-back. He obviously done very well at clubs like Rangers, Barcelona and Arsenal. As a manager, what can Rangers fans expect from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and what can they hope for in the in the coming months? He's, he's quite a conservative coach. Uh, yeah. So if, uh, if the Rangers fans are hoping for attractive uh, attacking football, I'm, I'm afraid that's not, uh, that's not who Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is as a coach. Uh, he likes to build his team around uh, around the defense, make okay. sure he doesn't concede goals, and then hope the the the, the wingers and the, and the strikers score the goals. Um, he has a, he has a four three three playing system. He always likes to play that system. Uh, at his tenure here at Feyenoord, he coached our our team for four years. Like I said, I think he only uh, tried a different system only once against uh, against uh, Manchester City in the Champions League. Didn't end up that well. We lost four 0 at home. So. Uh, he, he, they quickly decided that was that the way to go for him. But besides that, he always played with the four-three-three, the two uh, the wing defenders uh, going high as as as, uh, as, as basically extra uh, offensive players. Um, so that's what you can expect. Um, a lot of passing in the back. That's 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 
he, he, he got some good results. Uh, we'll talk about that later, I guess, uh, how he did here at Feyenoord. But uh, especially in the last couple of two seasons, uh, uh, the, the defenders played the back and they played the ball to each other all the time. So it was from the right wing defender to the central defender, the central defender to the other central defender, and then to the left wing back, and then the other way around. Uh, so here in Holland, we call that the Hoofeiser, which is called the horseshoe, because right. uh, it went back and forth and back yeah. and forth, and there was no balls for, uh, up front. Uh, so that's that's why we always make a little bit fun of uh, Giovanni van Bronckhorst when we, we talk about him. But besides that, he's a really nice guy. He's a really nice lad. And, and well, we hope he, he does well and he performs good at, at Rangers. We'll touch about on his time at Feyenoord when he took over as manager. He obviously had a, he's retired at Feyenoord when he was a player and went straight into coaching. I think he took control of the kind of youth team for a while before yeah. going into a, an assistant manager role. It was... First under Ronald Coleman, then under Fred Rutten. What was his kind of development like as a coach before he went into the, the head coach position? Well, you know, the, fu- the funny thing is, um, he, like like you said, when he retired, he, he became the, the 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 coach of the the, the youth uh, youth teams. Uh, he did that for two or three seasons. I'm not sure about that. And then he became assistant coach next to Ronald Koeman, okay. and he was there for for like two or three seasons, I guess. Then Ronald Koeman left. And everybody expected Jean-Paul Vergasto, who, who basically had the same route, ended up as okay. a player at Feyenoord and then uh, became youth coach and is a little bit older, had had more coaching experience, uh, coaching the youth uh, youth ranks. So everybody expected when Kuman left uh, that Jean-Paul Vergasto was going to be the next head coach. But then the board decided to go the other way and they decided Giovanni Verbronckhorst uh, to, to make him the manager. Uh, Jean-Paul Vergasto was fine with that and he, uh, he decided to be the assistant next to Gio. So... Um, it was a bit of a surprise. Everybody was was not sure what we were going to expect because he had no experience as a coach at, at the highest level, of course. His first season, the, 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 f- the first half of the season was, was really good. We played in the, the highest positions. We, uh, we, we were thinking about uh, becoming champions again. But then after the, the winter break, we, we, we collapsed tremendously. It was, it was like the worst streak ever. We lost seven games in a row, which was a record for Feyenoord. Feyenoord never lost seven games in a row. And the funny thing is uh, the board then decided, okay, maybe we should help out uh, Giovanni for Broncos a little bit. So they brought in Dick Advocaat to just yeah. coach uh, uh, Giovanni for Broncos a little bit. He was only there for one or two months. And then they said, okay, uh, he, he's got enough experience again and, and he's got the team back on track, which he did. Because the, the end of the first season, which is 2015, 2016, the, la- the last couple of weeks, we, lost all, uh, we won all the games after the, the, the losing streak. And then we had the season afterwards, which was like the, the best season in, in recent final memories. We, we became champions for the first yeah. time in 18 years. From the very first day till the very last day, we were on top of the table. Um, and he deserves all the credits for that. He was uh, the first, like, like I said, first title in 18 years. So uh, he brought back the championship back to Rotterdam. So, uh, yeah, we, we love him for that. And see that season, he, he won the title, obviously, like... You had players there like uh, Nikolai Jorgensen, Dirk Howe, uh, Jens Tunstra, who were obviously attacking players. But just how big an achievement was that to win the title, considering obviously Ajax went on to be as good as they were a couple the, the next couple of seasons, nearly get to the final of the Champions League. How much an achievement was that to, to win the Eredivisie that season? It, it was a tremendous achievement what he, what he did. If you look at the team, and especially if you compare it to Ajax and also PSV, they, I think they had better squads. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, Ajax uh, reached pretty far in, in Europe uh, th- that season. They got they got a good team. And yeah. if you look at the team at Feyenoord, 
we, we were talented. We had we had some nice young guys uh, who didn't achieve that much. We we brought on in that summer only three guys. We brought in a, a, a goalie basically because our first two goalies were injured. So we had to bring a goalie. We brought a striker in, Nikola Jurgensen, like you yeah. said, um, and and we and we got in Steven Berghuis. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only three acquisitions that season, and, and the season before that, in 2016, we we ended up like 18 points behind Ajax or something. So there was nobody really expected to be the champion. But what happened in that season was was tremendous. I think everybody outperformed. All the players, if you look at them individually, everybody had the best season of their career in that particular year. We did we did so well. We did so excellent. Um, which also the years afterwards, everybody expected to go. Maybe we can we can we can just keep on increasing and keep on getting better, which didn't happen because our central defenders, for example, were like thirty-year-old guys. They had the best career of the season. We re- renewed their contracts, and you saw afterwards that they basically got worse, and uh, the magic wasn't there anymore. And then, uh, the, 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 like like I said, the last two seasons weren't that good anymore. But the, the one season stood out was was is tremendously, and we also won in in the tenure of, of Giovanni. For we won two cup uh, cup cups as well. So, uh, looking from a winning perspective, he's the our most successful coaches. One title, two uh, two cups, and also two uh, super cups. So, uh, we, well, like I said, we're really happy uh, to have him uh, had him as a coach. Brilliant. Obviously, as well, we Rangers Rangers fans are eager to know just what what can they expect from a, a Giovanni Van Bronckhorst team. And we've heard a couple of people saying he relies very heavily on attacking fullbacks. And what, obviously, Feyenoord they had like uh, Congolo uh, Cardsop that was there Cardsop, as yeah. well. You'd uh, Mohena that was in the midfield. It, was, it relies a lot on attacking fullbacks and a kind of deep line playmaker and then kind of two box to box midfielders. Would that be accurate as how he kind of sets up his team? Uh, yeah, basically, we the, the the way we played with Feyenoord was the, like the two central defenders, Erik Botteguin and Jan Ari van der Heide, pretty pretty much played every game, and then they had the, the, a block of two the central uh, defenders up front uh, before uh, uh, in front of that, Tony Villena and Karim Elamadi. Yeah, um, that those four players were, were were pretty much the the, the biggest defensive, uh, um, the, the biggest defensive contributions. Uh, Karsdorp and Congola, like you said, they 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 liked attacking. They liked going up front, uh, but that's basically what you can expect of Giovanni van Bronckhorst. So two central defenders, uh, two two central midfielders, um, who think defensively first and then offensively. Because Vojena and Ilemari normally don't score that many goals, except for the one season. Like I yeah. said, they kept on scoring goals. But if you look at their the general uh, statistics, they they didn't perform. That well in other seasons, that, that, those that many goals, and then obviously the Van Bronckhorst is he's obviously played under Dick Adderka at Rangers and obviously in the, the Dutch team. As a similar as as a similar characteristic, would he, would you say kind of Van Bronckhorst was a protege Adderka in the terms of coaching? Well, if you look at uh, at, at Giovanni van Bronckhorst, he played of course at uh, at Arsenal for Arsene Wenger. He played at Barcelona yeah. under some good coaches. So. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't think uh, Dick Advocaat deserves all the credit to say uh, he's like like a coach like uh, Dick Advocaat. I see some resemblance, uh, but I think he uh, he learned from all his coaches in his uh, in his long career. Uh, also, Louis van Gaal, of course, the Dutch national team. I yeah. think he learned something from that. But what what stands out? He's such a gentleman. Uh, Dick Advocaat can be a little bit pissed off when he loses, and he can be yeah. a little bit t- tacky. Uh, but if you look at Giovanni Fabrokas, he's always a gentleman. He always is polite. He's 
he's never in, in, in his four year at Feyenoord there was never an incident which we thought oh Giovanni from Bongas behave don't be stupid so he's He's a very nice guy. And that's why everybody here in Holland, even, even uh, supporters of the other teams like Ajax and PSV, uh, we like him to get, have this chance. We, we really hope he, he succeeds. We, we really hope he performs because everybody here in Holland seems to like Giovanni van Bronckhorst. Yeah, definitely. And it, he's, what's his record like in terms of kind of signing players? Is he, is he good in the transfer market? And is he more kind of focused in bringing kind of youth players through? I, I don't think we should... Uh, should look too heavily on, on his performance on the transfer market because we had a technical director who bought in the players and who sold right. the players. Um, of course, he has a, had a say in that, but I'm, I'm, I can't say that he had the final say in that. Yeah. Um, he, he likes bringing in young players. Uh, at like the four years over here, he brought in some young guys, like like we mentioned already, Congolo, Karsdorp, Foyena. Those were all sold for like 10 or millions or more. Yeah. Um, so he, he he does like to look at the at the youth, uh, but he, I think he, he likes to have a balanced squad. So uh, the, the most important thing is just quality. If somebody's good, good enough, he's old enough, and he will play. Um, but but don't look too badly on uh, on his transfer records because I think the technical director which we had made made a mess of it after the the the, the, the good season, which in, we sold a couple of guys as well. Of course, their guy retired. Uh, but the guys we brought in weren't that good, so um, we shouldn't we shouldn't look too heavily on that. And obviously, as well, what's the what's the kind of process when it comes to uh, Jan Paul Van Vastel? He looks to be joining Van Bronckhorst as assistant. Roy Mackay is obviously close to joining as well. We'll start with Van Gastel. What's his coaching pedigree like? Basically, he's he's only been assistant coach uh, for basically his his whole career, except for the last uh, one no, one season. He, 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 uh, uh, he, we went with uh, with from Broncos to China to Guangzhou. And then the film Broncos decided to leave after one season, and Van Gastel decided, okay, I'm going to stay. And he uh, he was appointed as a head coach. But besides that, he has only coached uh, at the youth ranks at Feyenoord, and he has been assistant under Ronald Koeman, uh, Rutte, and also. Uh, under Japstam and of, of course Giovanni from Broncos, they have a really good connection. Uh, you can see the atmosphere that, that they really liked each other. It's the same with uh, with Roy McKay. I also expected uh, Jan Wouters to uh, to join him. He's also yeah. a good friend. He also was an assistant coach at at Feyenoord for some for some for some time. Um, of course, also has history at uh, at I Rangers. Think, yeah. um, but I don't know. Maybe just some reason that Wouters is not joining. But McKay, um, yeah, well. He has only been an assistant coach here at Feyenoord as well. Uh, after after uh, Giovanni from Broncos left, he was still here for some time. But then when Jaap Stauven got uh, got fired, he, the, basically the whole uh, whole t- coaching staff was fired. So right. Jan Paul van Gassel and Roy McKay were, were were fired. Even though everybody here in uh, in Rotterdam liked them, they they have a have a good track record. Uh, if you if you of course van Gastel uh, was a coach. Uh, for a long time at the, at the youth. And every, every time you talk to youth players or former youth players, they say, Van Gasto is a really nice guy, sees the game. Uh, and he was b- basically brought in to be a bridge between the youth academy and the first team. Yeah. So he was looking at the youth products and, and I said, okay, we, maybe we should try this guy or we should try that guy. So I think it's a balanced squad um, or balanced, balanced coaching staff. Uh, but we'll see. We have to see. Brilliant. As well as that, just, uh, just a final wee point. What can Rangers fans look forward to? What's uh, if you were to give uh, the Rangers fans a uh, 
a good wee thing to say about about Van Bronckhorst. What would it be? What would be a closing statement about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst? Um, I hope you don't uh, expect too much of him. Uh, I read some Dutch articles. I, I'm not sure if they're uh, translated correctly and if they're interpreted uh, properly. But they said uh, that the fans are expecting an even better version of Steven Gerrard. I'm not sure if that's uh, that's fair to say. Giovanni van Bronckers, like I said, is, is not a tactical uh, mastermind. Um, he's a good coach. Uh, like I said, he's a, he's a good, nice lad. And he, uh, uh, he has a nice track record. But um, I think we should look at it realistic. He's, he's just a good coach. And I, I, I hope he does uh, as good as Steven Gerrard, which... I think is also going to be a legend at Rangers because he uh, he made you guys champion uh, last last season and I think uh, you're still uh, on top of the league. So um, I hope he just keeps on uh, keeps on doing the same thing as as Gerard did and then hopefully for you guys become champions again. Johan, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. No problem whatsoever. Thanks for having me. Thank you.